All right. What's up, Joel? How you doing, man? Chilling, brother. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How was your weekend? It was good. It was finally the first weekend where I think I put the big, the big middle finger to COVID nineteen. Okay. Over it, dog. I uh, I was completely down with the quarantine the first month. You know, save the people. I'm all about the numbers, keeping everything down. I was all about it. <laughs> but over the last few days, I ain't gonna lie, man. Since the last time we've talked, my whole outlook has changed. I am ready to get back to work. Oh, <laughs> okay. I am not ready for someone to cough in my face. That is not the line I'm at. Cough <laughs> in my face. Dude, I am not there. But I am I'm 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 ready, bro. Um I feel like we've done it. We've done enough. Okay. So like so so like you remember on the past uh, episodes you, you asked me like what was uh, the outlook or like the perception that you came across with with this? Mm-hmm. There's something that, that you came across with it so far, or have you realized something? Yeah, I just, I look at it, and, okay, do you know the total number of deaths right now? I think it's at 80,000, that's what I heard 80, this morning. 000. Yeah. Okay. That's so sad, bro, I can't, I can't deny it. Those are human bodies, 80,000 is a lot of people. Can't deny it. But, bro, I looked up a stat in 2018, 80,000 people died of influenza. And we have a vaccine for influenza. And 80,000 people died. And nobody batted an eye. Nobody even thought about, hey, man, you should probably stick inside and not go to work. We have 80,000 people that died now with our quarantine. With no vaccine, though. There's no vaccine. And I'm also hearing, like, you 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 know, you hear two sides of every story. The news, outlets, all that. I'm hearing that people are dying. Let's say they have COVID, but they die of a heart attack. They're counting that as a COVID death. It's not technically a COVID death. They just happen to test positive for it. Yeah. You understand? So, mm-hmm. like, that means we don't even really know what the numbers are. And then the more testing they do, the more positive cases come up. But the mortality rate is staying the same, which means I'm not a, you know, not a mathematician or nothing. But if the positive cases continue to rise, but the what's it called mortality rate stays about the same or lower, doesn't that mean it's not as scary as we thought? Or- I think so too, and it's more of like uh, we should not we should reopen stuff, but with uh, caution. And then it's one of those things where we we gotta try it and see like, hey, if if we fucking we might as well try to go down swinging. Basically, we gotta reopen shit. That's where I'm at with it. I feel like, all right, it was cool to quarantine. We need to figure out what was going on. We need to know how to handle the situation. But once we figured out, okay, social distancing, uh, the masks might help, might not help a little. Um, the gloves, the everything's closed. Everyone, everyone's aware, everyone's aware of what's going on. Whether you like it or not, you're aware. That was the whole objective, right? Now I feel like it should be more optional. If you do have underlining health concerns, if you are elderly over the age of 65 or whatever age they're saying is the, the the danger zone, you should have the option to quarantine. You should get unemployment. You should get the stimulus. Like You should be taken care of during this time. But everybody else who's not a health like you know concern and is under the age of the, the danger zone, if you feel comfortable going back to work, I think you should be you should have the option to go back. 
at this point. Like I said, it was completely down in the beginning. I mean, dude, the audio is there. I was completely with it. I was all for supporting the cause of let's stay at home and I'm not going to work. And But uh, I know I told you a little while ago, I am. I am centimeters away from cutting hair. I am, I am a day away <laughs> from, from calling my clients and be like, "Hey, man, people I trust, you might be able to come by and get a cut, maybe." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those. Like, I feel like it's, it's like you said. Like, I feel uh, like it's it, it's that week. I feel like it's that weekend where people are just like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. Like, we're we just gotta basically try to like um, just continue living our lives and. It's one of those things. It's like, dude, I want to say like risk it. But it's like, it's hard to say. Like, we're we're better off risking at this point, like, rather than because we've gone for what two months or almost two months already. Of it's freaking, almost two months, man. And it's like, it's, so we, we we should like, uh, man. I'm trying to find a word for it, but it's you should have the option by now. That's what it is. You should yeah. have the option by now. Yeah. You should, you should also have the option of self quarantine. Like, if let's say, let's just say. They told me I had the option to go back to work, but I don't feel safe going back to work. I should have the option to continue to stay quarantined and get some kind of government help because I don't feel safe because of what's going on in the world because y'all kind of fucked up by letting this shit in and not telling anybody it might spread. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I feel like we should have the option, but because we don't, that's where I understand people fighting for the whole right situation. I saw a lady on some barbershop stuff. I saw a lady in Texas got arrested for opening up her salon and refusing to close when, when the officials came and were like, nah, you can't be open. They, she refused to close. The court gave her seven days in jail. If she would have just confessed that she what she did was wrong, they would have gave her, uh, I think, probation or a fine. She refused to say what she was doing was wrong, and she served the seven days. Damn. Like, because, like, gee, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, some people are really willing to stand behind what they believe in, and I respect that. That's, that's cool when people do that, man. Like, you're like, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm going to stand by this. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I, I know I'm right. Type of, no, I mean, it's not like, as a matter of fact, it's being right, but it's like, dude, like, you're, like you said, standing in what you believe in. Or standing by, like, your establishment or whatever it is, you know? Or against the establishment, you know? Yeah. Against where you feel your rights are being taken advantage of. Because that's where I feel. Yeah. Do you have that video, uh, Fauci? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull that up. Okay. I'm going to need to apologize probably the next episode. By the next episode, I'm going to come out like you did the last one. I'm going to need to make an official apology. I told everybody <laughs> to listen to Fauci. And now we realize that maybe Fauci don't know what the fuck he's talking about either. Because he sounds a little confused. Uh, it's like what didn't he tell us to wear masks or am i confused was he not the one that told us to wear masks i think he was i think he was okay well let's right see now in the that. united states people should not be walking around with masks you're sure of it because people are listening really no, closely to this right now people should not be walking. there's no reason to be walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing <laughs> the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. 
And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. Right now in the United States. Uh, How does that make you feel, Pat? Does that make you feel dumb for walking around with this stupid mask every time I see somebody? Um, From what they got from that, I think he said they are beneficial. But I think it's because... He said by a, it might stop a drop. A drop of what? <laughs> but then, okay, I want to see what, what kind of mask he was talking about because they, they were saying that the, the N95 mask is, uh, was the most effective one. So is he talking about the, the simple <laughs> ones, the simple ones that you can just barely like put on your, like the one with the ear loops? It didn't feel like he was talking about that. It felt like he was saying the idea of wearing a mask at this point is kind of dumb. Like the only reason you're wearing a mask is because it makes you feel safe. And to be honest, I don't know if it makes me feel safe. Does it? Does wearing a mask make you feel safe? Like when you walk outside with a mask on, do you feel better than if you didn't have one on? See, it's because I, I felt like I was taking their perception of it. Like, okay, hey, like you're protecting the other people if you wear the mask. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking up other people. Are they tricking you though by saying that? Yeah, that's that's the sex. That's, that's the exact same reason why I'm on board for doing it. I'm the what I. When you go out in public and people are wearing masks and you are not wearing a mask, you feel like a terrible person. Okay? But the opposite is this exact same thing. I went somewhere yesterday where I, I was with me, me and my wife are the only ones in masks and nobody else had a mask on. And I was like, are we, are we stupid? Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. And then to see Fauci the next day come out on something that Joe Rogan posted, which I had to take that as gold because I listened to that dude, is as far as if you're wearing a mask, you're wasting your time. It's like the only thing that's making you feel secure. That 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 definitely confirms my idea of like, I think I think we overreacted. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have overreacted, Pat. What do you think, man? But it's like, we, it goes back to it, bro. I'd rather, I'd rather overreact than underestimate. I agree, but now that we know what we know, okay. I asked you maybe last episode, or the episode before. What would you do? How are you opening up? I have answers now, Pat. Do you have an answer? How are you opening up now? I, no, I'll give you my. No, let's hear, let's hear freaking President Obama's proclamation. No, 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 no. Like I said, president's way too much. Anyone who wants to be president is out of their damn mind. <laughs> let's okay, let's say, let's, let's say, say governor. governor. Yeah, I was gonna say governor. Even then, you're still a little out of your mind. That means you want to be president. <laughs> no, you have low key dreams. Right. You have big dreams um, of being in the Oval Office one day, like Bill Clinton. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. What was the question? Oh, what, what would I you do? do? Okay. Now that we know what we know, we have all the information, right? We know the numbers. I believe I would come out and say we are giving everybody the option. To open up their business, businesses, however they feel safe, but they all need to require to, to fit the guidelines. You know, if y'all want to fill with masks on, everyone mask, do do mask. Everyone got to wear a mask, gloves if that's what you guys think is okay. And if you guys don't, on um, your business, y'all all got to come to a semi-collective agreement on what we're doing. You know, and this business is not wearing masks, or no, I'm sorry, this business isn't wearing gloves or whatever. Extra cleaning. Have you seen? Have you been to Albertsons lately? Uh, I went last Friday or Thursday. You see the cleaning crew? 
Yeah, they're cleaning the carts they and stuff. Specifically, have a cleaning crew. That should be implemented in every single business right now, which also creates an extra job, extra jobs, extra jobs. You know, I'll hire, like honestly, I'm looking for like a 14, 13 year old, 15 year old kid to come by the shop and just you know sweep up, clean, clean extra, clean, clean what people are sitting, clean what people are touching. Set up the appointments that are going to be necessary for us to do. Like, I feel like that helps. That helps too, you know? It creates the extra job. Yeah. I mean, and I think that those are the precautions that we need to take. Just basically take the precautions now. Do what you need to do to run your business. Six feet away, one person at a time. Whatever, however you can successfully run your business. It's going to help, dude. And you should also have the option to quarantine. And with that, you would have help from the government. And there might be people who take advantage of that. I don't want to go back to work if I can get paid to stay home. I get that. But there's also people who just genuinely don't like being home. It's funny that you brought up that uh, just have a cleaning person. Because uh, Mm -hmm. a month ago, my work, we hired this girl who just simply goes around cleaning doorknobs. And there's there's like, like, like the I don't know if you've been to my workshop, but there's like... Bro, there's probably fifty doorknobs, and she's she does. I think she she showed me her stepper. She did like thirty thousand step or something crazy. You never stop. Yeah, you never stop. People are constantly using the doors, so you're constantly cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. cleaning. Like you're just going till the, your shift's over. Yeah, and, and then that's I, what I feel like it has to happen. I'm at work. They also uh, they put uh, and they they stopped locking like the the door or had, they disabled the, the door now uh, door handles to the bathroom. So you just push, and then they, they install something down at the bottom of the foot where you open the door with your foot. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, this is our new normal, man. We have to accept it. We have to embrace it and try to move on, move with it, I guess. We don't have a choice. Yeah, like, and as far as the barber thing, so what, what so as you would, um, you would hate, wait for something from the Barber and Cosmetology Association? Is that what you would do? Yeah. I mean, like I said, whatever guidelines they're going to send me, I'm going to follow them to the best of my ability. And I might even try to do a little extra. But I would like someone to be there, just just their their main job to be cleaning. Because as a barber, our main job to be there is the cutting hair. And we struggle to get through that sometimes. <laughs> you know, we get yeah. too busy or whatever. So with that being said, to have to do the extra cleaning, it would be nice to get a little bit of help of someone whose sole purpose being there would be to clean. I think that would be like huge, yeah, you know. Wait, so for you, so if you get word from barbers, the barbers and the cosmetology association, um, for you, what would what what would make you feel safe in your shop say, if you open tomorrow? Like, what are the I'm protocols ready. when you open? I, I think I was ready to open yesterday. Um, that's where I'm at. I see other states opening, bro, maybe, and maybe that's what's affecting me is that I've seen other states opening, and I'm just like, okay, so they're opening by these precautions. All right, give me those same precautions and let me open up. Yeah. Like I'm, well, so, I'm so, so your so your shop opens. What what what's the what's the uh, what's the rules that you do? Like, do you have a whiteboard? What what, what, what do you? Okay, everyone's so, got gloves on. You got you got to buy. Hey, buy this drape for me. Uh, buy this Skittle Shop's uh, hat and the drape uh, for a combo of fifty. Like, I don't know what is it. Okay, this is my plan. This is my plan. As of we are, this is May eleventh. May 11th, my guess of right now is we open in June 1st. That's my guess of right now. That, that, sounds, that, sounds pretty, that sounds legit, actually. Right. I think June 1st is the day I'm going to be able to, to legally open up my shop doors, which I cannot wait for. Literally cannot wait for. 
Um, but my plan is all barbers, masks, gloves, automatic, changing gloves each client, bow, 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 bow. Mm. And if the requirements are to have a new drape per each client, each barber needs to have a minimum of eight to ten drapes. Like a minimum have eight to ten drapes. So that way you can use each drape on each client and go home that night and wash them. And luckily, where my barber shop is located, we have laundry mats nearby. We could damn near do a mid a midday wash where we get, you know, four of each client, four of each barber and wash those most. Wait, so what were, you, what were you saying? You said ten drapes per per uh... per, per barber per okay. barber. So that way you could, because I think what I think is they're gonna be like you can only do it's gonna be no more walk-ins. That's already out. They've already basically said that for the for the other states that are opening. It's gonna it makes be sense. basically a Appointment only, but it's going to be, you need a, a drape per client. So 10, 10 drapes per barber should help you because we're only probably going to be able to do one per client. I mean, one per hour. And I don't know too many barbers that are going to work past 10 hours a day. Mm. You know, so 10, 10 drapes, you should be fine. But uh, so that, and like I said, I would like, like to have someone cleaning constantly the doorknobs the walkways anything that anyone's touching the i mean we're not going to have a waiting area but as far as as soon as the barber is done we're going to immediately sanitize everything get everything sanitized nice and clean have the 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 dude that's there just strictly cleaning um wipe down the chair wipe down the area around it so that way everything's just brand like i mean that is that those are going to be the that's what's going to be now so that's what it is and i think Appointment only. If someone were to walk in, do our best to get them in as fast as possible. If it's come back in two hours, come back in an hour, come back in 30 minutes, another barber will be available. Like stuff like that. But yeah, that's how I'm ready to open, bro. And I know my barbers are ready to cut hair. Like, so so for average, average people that, that don't know something about barbering, so what are you going to do about like your clippers and stuff? Uh, cause oh, I said- um, we have, I mean... <laughs> See, that's the thing, bro. We don't get no respect is that most of our uh, schooling is all in sanitation. It's all in because we deal with the public. Anytime you deal with the public, most of the work you got to do is dealing with sanitation. So we are all certified in how to, how to clean stuff. We all know how to do it. We all got disinfectant sprays and stuff like that. Like so all we do is spray our clippers, disinfectant sprays. Uh, we get all our, our clips nice and clean with our uh, barber side which cleans 99.999% of, you know, everything. Um, so that's the thing, bro, is that barbers didn't get the respect that we were deserved, I feel. Like, we earned. Because, dude, it takes a year for a barber to get a barber license as far as hours putting in. It takes a cop six months to go to, <laughs> to the police academy. Does that even make sense, bro? Like, if you really think about it, you're in charge of lives. You're in charge of – you have a gun – you are in charge of a lot. I am in charge of someone's hair. And yeah, I deal with the public, but the fact that I have to do more hours than you is kind of weird, I think. You know? Yeah, they, I feel like they, they have to definitely do more uh, more prerequisites for the cops to... I believe so. I believe so. So because of that, we are way more trained to handle this situation, like specifically this situation, more so than anyone that works at Walmart, than anyone that works at food max target like we're certified in this area all you had to do was up our restrictions and i bet you we could have kept business flowing i get it we had to quarantine for the first three weeks four weeks a month 
to kind of figure out the numbers, make sure not everyone's just dying. And then once we figured out what we needed to do, I feel like barbershops and salons and nail salons, if everyone were to just kept step their game up to the right standards, bro, we could have ran business smoothly, I think. Yeah. But that's me talking for everybody, you know? You can't speak for the barbers and Cosmos or whoever are going to slack off. That that comes with everything, though. That comes with everything. Like, everyone's not going to be the same. Everyone's not going to be the same, like, uh, on the sanitation level. Right. Like, everybody knows that drinking and driving is bad. But thousands and thousands of DUIs go out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and that's just what it is. So it's the same thing. But you got to give everyone the expectations and the the standards of what we need to do and that hope that people withheld withhold those but not giving us the right to even attempt it i've officially changed my swing bro i'm ready to open this mother sucker up dog <laughs> <laughs> let me get the address out on my instagram here no, just, yeah. <laughs> like, y'all heard it here first <laughs> about how i want to kill the fucking california uh public <laughs> uh, How'd you uh how'd you spend this beautiful Mother's Day weekend, man? Oh my god. So my, for, for those who know my mom, my mom's a I get my home bodiness from her, you know. <laughs> After that. <laughs> I tried to try telling her, like, hey, let's go, let's go get some Jockos and we'll go take a trip, we'll go drive around. And she's like, Why Jockos? Like it's so expensive. Like <laughs> <laughs> So we we I ended up ordering a North China for her and we just ate uh you know, it's funny, bro. You said North China. My mom wanted North China so bad yesterday. She just kept calling, and it was busy for two hours. Dude, we what called. Did you call? What time did you call? We called up right when it opened. Oh, I see. Dude, she said she called from like 12. No, no. From 1 to 3. Busy, busy, busy. She said she showed up, mom. She showed up. My mom showed up, bro. And they told her that they only doing orders over the phone. And my mom's like, I've been calling for two hours. You oh, <laughs> guys are busy. What do you want me to do? Why she just stands at the door and she's like talking to him through the phone? Bro, All right, I'm like, on the phone now. He's just pointing at the menu. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's that's all we did. It's just like this is the time that we're living in. Like we just grabbed uh, my brother wants to go pick it up, and that was it. It was a wrap. Like, what about you? Um, for my mom, I just gave her a card and flowers. You know, nice good stuff. But what we did for my grandma is we did a little parade. A lot of my Ooh. cousins, my aunts, my uncles. We got we met up a couple blocks away from her house, like at twelve o'clock yesterday, and. We held up traffic in Guadalupe. I'm so sorry for anyone we messed up because yeah, it was a it was definitely a shit show because nobody knew what to do. <laughs> Bro, I was like, dude, all we got to do is drive in a circle. This is not going to be complicated. It should be simple. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? My family gonna make this complicated. Let's do this, dude. It was. <clears throat> I don't want to say we all got out of the car and hugged my grandma because that would be the most disrespectful thing to do during this time <laughs> but i also can't deny that the majority of us got out of our cars bro what are we doing <laughs> that's why you gotta doing? keep them in check what are we doing no patrick you don't understand patrick if any of my family's listening they have to understand that i love them and i understand and we love our grandma so much and we all wanted a hugger and the plan was to drive by Drive by the parade. What parade you know does everyone pull over and give out and give you a hug? No, no player, this is a, this is a drive by hugs. No drive by, right? 
bro. I swear to you, dog. Even when people were getting out the cars, I was like, nah, I'm not going to get out. I'm not going to get out. But, bro, when, when 70% of the people were out of the car, I was like, dude, fuck. <laughs> you should have just peeled out and just went back home. <laughs> bro, it's, I, you know what? You're probably right, dude. You're probably right. But uh, you know the mob mentality, how they say the mob mentality? Like, you do, you, you're more likely to do something when a big group of people are doing it also. You wouldn't do it by yourself normally. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't. If I was driving by myself, I would have left the flowers for my grandma, the card I left for my grandma right there in the, the driveway or in the porch, and I would have drove away. But because I was in a mob of people <laughs> who all got out the car, I was like, "Dude, all right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, this is what we're doing, all right." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was, you know, I love, I love my family, bro, but. It, it, I know deep down in my heart that was the wrong move. And I pray, bro, that nobody in two weeks ends up getting sick. Because then, then no one even no one will be able to even blame anybody because we were all out the car. It could have been this guy, this guy, this girl, this girl. Oh, her. Maybe her, her, her. Like. For the record, had a mask on. Had a mask on. Was one of life. <laughs> all right. Let's say, let's say 80% of my family came out. Out of that 80%. 30% of them had masks on. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not on board with the masks. You know what? And the more I see stuff like that, bro, the more I'm like, well, what am I doing wearing this goddamn mask? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I guess for me, like, wearing the mask, I feel like I feel paranoid. That's, I mean, because remember I told you I have asthma, so it's like, yeah, it gives me a little security, but it's like it's kind of a false sense of security if, if, I, if I'm still able to, like, inhale whatever the droplets or whatever. Right, so it's like we're all playing pretend in masks. We, you know what's great? We never talked about the lady who cut her mask open. <laughs> remember? Remember? I, I showed you that video. Can I? I want to search for that really quick. But I mean, like, oh, yeah, that's just good luck. That's this an... lady went into a store. It was like a gas station, and she had one of the like the it looked like the surgical mask on. It was like a legit mask, but she had it cut to where her nose and her mouth were were out of the mask. And the guy was like, hey, you cut your mask? So he was, she was like, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's pretty difficult to breathe with these on since we have to wear them. It, cutting this part makes it easier to breathe. It's like, bro, you got to be a special kind of stupid to think that that was the move. Is this the video? Is this I think on? this is it. Hold on. Let me see. I'll tell you right away. I'll, I'll know this right away. This girl's coming in with her mask on. You all need to see this. Hey, yo, look at this ghetto ass news. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Yep. Tin on one, ah, where'd you get that mask from? Well, since we have to wear them and it makes it harder to breathe, it's a lot easier to breathe. Cutting it? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do that too. Thanks for the advice. Appreciate you. It makes it a lot easier to breathe, bro. You gotta be a special kind of stupid, dude. What do you think you're wearing the mask for, lady, to cover your cheeks? <laughs> shit about your cheeks, though. Oh. I told Joe when I seen that video, it like it looked like um she she, she might as well wear a ski mask because like it just has a mouth cut open. <laughs> no, bro, she might as well not have worn a mask. What the fuck are you doing? She was better off wearing a ski mask at that point. Bro, she was better off running out saying I want. She was better off running out saying cough in my face. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that's hilarious. But yeah. But yeah, I feel like 
people are over it now. I feel. I mean, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm changing, bro. My I, ideas are changing. I'm ready. I got that. I got the whole sense too, and I feel like everyone's kind of like, okay, it is what it is. Um, like we have the info. Yeah, we, we like we took two months of gathering info, and like we got our own perception of it now. So you should. Just you should like, yeah, just like you have the info where smoking is bad for you, but people still smoke. Yeah, no one's stopping that shit. So it's like that. Like people have the info. Now that we have the info, allow people to make the decisions whether they be dumb or not on their own. Like for me, it's I'm one, like if, if you're gonna fall under one of those uh, under the umbrella like me, where it's like if you have asthma, you have underlying conditions, stay your ass home. Don't go to the gym anymore. Don't go anywhere public. You're just going to the grocery stores and work. That's it. But if you're the person, don't have any conditions. You don't live with elderly people. Hey, go to work. Uh, make sure you do like your follow the the protocols exactly. exactly, but still be cautious. Still have to wear your mask. Still do whatever. Still social distance. Still do whatever they ask you to do to the best of your ability. But to say we all gotta keep staying home, it's like, dude. Yeah, it, it's enough Did now. You see, I saw a stat, bro. I'm, don't don't quote me on how true this is. I saw a stat that before this happened, I don't know if it's one in seven one in seven children in America are starving. After this or during this, it's one in five. One in five is fucking ridiculous, bro. One in five kids? I don't no, know it, it says one in five now because of the whole virus. In, bro, think about that. So if there's a class of 30, six of those kids are starving, like don't have, they don't know where their next meal is coming, bro, that's depressing. And a huge part of that is because of what's going on right now. Hey, bro, this is. I, I'm ready to work, dog. If we can, like, if we can work, we should be able to work. Yeah. Or or open up, dude. I don't know, bro. I have. I was telling my wife earlier that this whole conspiracy theory, whole conspiracy theory thing. I have one now. This is this is all population control, bro. And the virus isn't the control. It's the aftermath that's going to be the population control. That's where the people are going to fall off like flies. I think. Yeah. Well, so the, the, um, there was a, there was another. It's, it falls under that umbrella, but they're saying one of the conspiracy theories is they're saying Ch- China did do it on purpose. But the thing is, there is going to be suffering in it, and unfortunately, this is what happens. The whole country or the whole world got to suffer. So that's that's it, that's another conspiracy theory right there. And I feel like it's also going to uh, widen the gap between the haves and the have-nots. It's going to widen that gap. Because if you were barely holding on, bro, and then this shit hit and you, you lost grip, dog, you completely lost grip. Or if you had a little cushion, this took away your cushion. Now, the people who had a cushion are working check to check. And it's like, well, fuck. Like, you really fucked the game up with this situation. And it's like, especially the fact if those numbers never go up, if that mortality rate doesn't skyrocket at any point, which I hope it doesn't, it proves that we overreacted by a long shot. Because if yeah. we open up, if we open back up and those numbers don't skyrocket, we overreacted. That means that those same numbers would have done the same thing if we would have kept living our lives the normal way. Which whatever the fuck is normal now, bro. I don't even know what that means, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, know what that means. It's what fuck, man. It's I don't even know what to say anymore. Honestly, I, I feel like it's just like, dude, like we said, it's just now just time to just if you are at risk, just do your thing. Go home. Point A to point B. Nowhere else. But if you're that person, don't live with that other people. Fuck it. Like. Right. Did you see? Oh, 
okay, I gotta stop saying did you see? Did you hear about the 17-year-old kid who made the website for tracking corona? Um, I believe like it said like something like 600 million people worldwide are using this website, right? He's a 17-year-old kid. He made this website that corona in December. He made this shit in December, bro. We were still making fun of Corona. And this guy was like, nah, we need to make a website to track this motherfucker. And he was 17. <laughs> he was 17, bro. They offered him $8 million, bro, to like put advertisements and pop-ups on his site. The 17-year-old kid rejected it. Patrick, be honest with yourself. At, se- at 17, if somebody offered you $8 million for something you've already done. Would you take it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I would so why, did he, why didn't he take it? Okay, this is like some real shit. I feel like he truly has a good heart, man. I feel like we have good hearts, Patrick. Don't, don't, don't make me feel bad for taking the $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like he's the next Elon Musk with his hair. I know. <laughs> he, he looks like like he looks like he should have. He, he's like, I didn't take the eight million because I expected eight billion, bitch. Like, the dude, he's he, like he's about to win the next the Nobel Prize, uh, Peace Prize, or something. He's the one that's gonna get us to Mars. <laughs> yep, he's gonna fucking team up with Elon Musk or some shit, man. But think about that, bro. 17-year-old kid, dog. And they offered him so much money, he just rejected it. Bro, I'm sorry, dog. Eight, $8 million, if you live your life correctly, you can no longer work the rest of your life off that $8 million. Like just invest it and do, do the right Investing, things? Investing, buying the right stuff, and just living not over the top, live a comfortable lifestyle? Bro, you can live off that $8 million. Be a minimalist, basically. Yeah. And still, you're not going to be you're not going to be a minimalist, bro. You're just not going to live lavishly. Yeah, but you're going to be more than comfortable. And this yeah. kid was like, mm, nah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'll expect uh, more later, so it's all good. <laughs> Dude, think about his parents. How mad they were. <laughs> like, no, we didn't raise you this way. <laughs> Their parents got credit card debt. They're still paying off student loans, and they're like, "Bitch, you didn't take that eight million. <laughs> <laughs> they probably like took him to the back and just, "Where's my belt?" Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Where's my paddle? He had to write ten thousand times. I will accept eight million dollars. <laughs> uh. All right, Pat. I'm over Corona, dog. Can we yeah, that's over? enough for Corona today, man. Fuck. Basically, we just said fuck Corona. We said fuck yeah, COVID. This weekend was fuck COVID, bro. This is a fuck COVID weekend. We live in our lives. <laughs> yep. That was it right there. But Okay, time out, time out, time, 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 time out. Did you watch the UFC? No, I didn't. And how many fucking push-ups do you owe me? I, did, I didn't watch it. What, what happened? Bullshit, bro. Uh, I, Did I didn't watch records? it. Did you see numbers? I didn't see no numbers. I didn't, I didn't see numbers. Either. I'm pretty sure they'll hit, they'll hear by the end of the week, actually. But yes, I did watch. <laughs> I know you watched, dude. Tommy, even the pre prelims were pretty fun to watch. What about homie Sam Alvey freaking walking out, waving to the crowd, smiling, dude? When when he apologized mid fight because there's no crowd, you can hear these guys talk clearly. He, like, punched wrong or, like, poked an eye or something. All you hear is, oh, sorry, man. And it's like, bro, you guys trying to kill each other, bro. You can't apologize right now. 
like that might have become one of my favorite fighters. That was one of the things like we, that that came across as one doing no crowd. It's you can hear the corners, you can hear fighters saying bullshit to each other, the punches, on, yeah, on the breathing. One, the, oh yeah, everything, bro. I mean, yeah. this one, uh, Bryce Mitchell and Charles Charles Rosa. Mitchell basically fucking manhandled him the whole fight on the ground. I've never seen an on-the-ground fight so exciting before, though. Because he was getting him in twisters and some shit I've never seen before, bro. Yeah, I don't worry. Like, he, he had the twister, and then he would elbow him in the stomach, and then the, the head and shit. Like, Yeah, it, it, it was impressive, man. I ain't gonna lie. Those, those fights were even a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I, the UFC delivered, bro. I hope anyone listening watched it because they fucking delivered, bro. And so the, the the thing about it too, like other sports can take away what they did positively too, and they they might have just like they might have set that 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 uh that next step for other sports like hey we can continue this way and this is how you do it. I was hoping that, but then I saw that some disease specialist fucking trashed them for what they did. Yeah, because they didn't cancel the whole event because one guy tested positive. Dude, these are all super athletes. This COVID shit is not gonna affect them, bro. Like it's different. They're but not the, over sixty-five. The thing, the thing. So I thought like the downside that would happen is like, say if like a bunch of people like come out and say they have COVID, would, you, would that look like bad on their part? If in two weeks all these fools end up testing positive, yeah, we might have had a fucking issue. Because I heard the the Jacare Souza, the, the the guy that tested positive, he was on the scale. I mean, he had, he had gloves and, and stuff on, but he was near, like, Dana White and all the other fighters, too. That's what, yeah. I, that's, yeah, that's what I heard. But he had a mask on from what I've seen. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we just said masks don't even do shit. So, like, dude. Right. So, 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 it's, it's so confusing. It's confusing as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just one of the things we might as well take the gamble and see where, like, we can't. If it takes someone's life and that's fucked up, it sucks. But... I know we both watched all the pre-fight shit. I watched literally anything that was pre-fight available. I watched it. Oh, same here. I, I mean, I, I was working out between all these fights. I, I mean, I started working out during the, the, the Carlos Barza and Michelle Watterson fight. So I was kind of... But I sat down for the Anthony Pettis and Donald Cerrone fight. I ain't going to say that. Well, sexy. I was at sexist. You started working out. You started working out during the only girl fight on the card? But I, I, honestly, I wanted to watch it. Mm, interesting. I, I wanted, interesting. I wanted to watch it because I love Michelle Watterson, but it's like I was like, I got, I got to start working out before the actual card starts. You know no, what I'm saying? No I got to get my workout no done. Wonder, no wonder these thirst traps aren't working. These podcasts are revealing how sexist you really are. <laughs> oh my god! No, but what I wanted to say though on the pre-fight stuff is that it was it was so interesting to see how. They were talking about how they were dealing with the COVID-19, how they were dealing with the different procedures. But I saw everyone, their team, the fighter and the team showed up. 90% of them had masks on. Any, I saw Donald Cowboy Cerrone show up with his team. Not one of those fucking Texas motherfuckers, <laughs> I think he's from Texas, had a mask on. Like not one of them, bro. And I, 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 that really stood out to me because – they were literally talking about the procedures they were doing, and you could see all the other fighters in masks. And here comes Cowboy, bro, guns blazing, no mask. <laughs> cool. that, that dude, that guy's. I, I was hoping that he was gonna win, man. It just that first round, it took forever for him. He, he, it took a while to get going because I think he still had those few fights in his head still. One of the ones where he lost to. 
I like I said before in the last podcast, I believe he's done. I believe I don't think he was a terrible. I think he was one of the best fighters ever. But I think he gave he gave what he had, man. And good for him, but it, it's it, man. Everyone everyone gets a certain amount of punches, bro. Okay, okay, so I know he took punishment, but what part of it is being part of a family, man? Does that affect you in a way? Does does that change your animal animal like mindset to like, oh, I'm a, I'm a dad now type of thing? I always say it's it's hard to stay hungry when you're well fed. If you have everything you need and money's taken care of, and you have a family now, and now the kids are the priority, like, why would you have like, how would you have that same hunger? How? Hunger has to dissipate in some level, right? You would well, in a way, but I feel like it, it just depends on the person. Because you ever hear like that story? Where, man, it's it's a. I don't want to say it's like a. It's it's an analogy, but basically, say this person it's it's a. They have a drunk father. They have two brothers. One becomes an alcoholic, and they ask him, "Hey, why did you become an alcoholic?" Oh, well, look at my dad. My dad, my dad was an alcoholic. The other one's like, oh, hey, you, you have a successful career. Why, why don't you become alcoholic like your dad? Well, my dad's alcoholic. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's just, it's one of those. reason, yeah. It's, it's, got, it's, it's one of those where it's, it's, it's either the family drives to be this fucking badass and no one's going to get you, get in your way, or it fucking softens you and you're like, okay, fuck, well, I lost that animalistic side of me that wants to fucking kill everything. Yeah. And then, and then also, bro, father time is undefeated. Yep. You know, that's just a fact, bro. And you're, you're, Donald Cerrone was. Was 24, 25, 27 with his family. He they would drive him even harder. But maybe at, at 34, 35, it gives him a, a, a little bit of doubt. Like he might just want to be at home with his family. Well, it's like you said too. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, everyone's chin has a shelf life, and like oh, for sure, you can only take so much punishment in your chin before that thing goes out. Did you ever watch the Thirty for Thirty on Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell? I watched part of it. That was a good one, bro, and it really, it really dives into that, to where like, dude, once you weren't like, once, once Chuck got hit, once he got knocked out, that was it. Everything that touched him on a chin put him to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Show me the main card. God, these. Okay, let's let's so just fun, say dude. I took I took 20, 20, 20 pushups right here. So Donaldson only lost. Oh, you're down twenty right now. As of okay. right now, you're down twenty. How we're, okay? How we're we gonna do that? We're we gonna do like a, I'm, I'm like recording me doing my pushups no, in front of you. you. You're gonna do it right now. What do you mean? Where am I, dude? Where am I gonna? My room's hell dude, small. You have, so you have plenty of room, Pat. Just, I'm not gonna do it right now. I'm, I'm gonna send you a video. Oh, Justin Gaethje. Let's go to the cowboy, the former cowboy, Greg. All right. So this <laughs> was, this even this out. Okay, so I, I got Did 20 right there, Greg Hardy one. Castro looked like he broke his foot. He, okay, so after the fight, too, he pointed at his foot. He was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Okay, so, so you got me on that one. You got me on that one. Okay. I got. I lost on that one, too. Okay, then, out, I, didn't know, I didn't know who Calvin Cater was, and that's the only reason I picked Stevens. Homeboy's nice. Okay, Loki, yeah, I feel like Joe Rogan's nice. a bias, bro, because this guy's from Boston, and I feel like he likes, he likes this guy a lot. He, but he's good, though. Don't get me wrong. It's not like yeah, he, he's also, like – Yeah. He's good. He's, and then Francis Ngannou, oh, fuck, was that 20 seconds? Hey, this, 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 this. I evened up with you so fast. <laughs> you were? <laughs> I evened up with you so fast. Like, you were on my 20 seconds. I was like, See, 20 seconds later, we're even. And then people that don't know, I, I texted Joel right before I'm like, dude, this is going to end really quick. I don't know who's going to win. but yeah, And then I looked at the text message, the, the text message I sent you at 834. And then you sent me so you sent me so quick, and it's eight thirty five. 
Okay. Oh my God. What about the King of Cringe retiring? Bro. Okay. So theory. He's gonna come back. He's gonna come back. Theory. Everyone says that he's just he's just fucking around. He wants to come back, and I guess he wants to renegotiate his contract or some shit. So. Uh, smart yeah. move. Yeah. So I mean, that, I mean, what do you think about the stoppage? Because everyone's talking about the stoppage in that fight. How do you feel? Because I, I, I never, re, I never rewound it to watch it again. But watching it live, I thought it was legit. But he I thought it was a legit. good point. And he has a good point. But then I like, yeah, he wasn't taking like crazy shots while he's on the ground. And but the thing that he can counter with is he was getting up. It wasn't like he was cold yeah. out cold. But I count, See, I need to. I, need to I counted the. Game. I counted the punches. He took thirteen unanswered punches, and the, and I'm, I'm not saying they were the most uh, like devastating punches, but he took thirteen shots of the head and didn't yeah, do anything. I mean, those count, you know. It was a professional fighter hitting. You. I don't give a fuck if he only 140 pounds. That shit hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a knee okay, to the face. What, dude? The main. Okay, all. Let's be honest, bro. The whole card delivered. It entertained us. It gave us knockouts. It gave us crazy ground game. It gave us a controversial decision. It gave us a retirement. It was a crazy card. It gave you it was a roller coaster. It gave you everything you wanted to fucking see. Everything you wanted. And on top of that with no crowd, which was fucking crazy. And then the fucking main event, bro. The main event delivered. It, the card couldn't have gotten Dana White must have been thrilled. He must have been thrilled for how well everything went. Dude, what would you think about the Ferguson Gaethje fight? I'm just impressed on Blue Side. I'm impressed on how much fucking punishment Tony Ferguson took. He took some shits, bro. And people people said that he had CTE before like, because if you ever pay attention to Tony Ferguson, this guy's a weird motherfucker. No, but after this, he's weird. walking away with something, man, because he took some sledgehammers to the face from Justin Gaethje. What about when Ferguson, I want to believe it was the end of the second or the end of the third, caught him with that uppercut. Boom! Okay. Dude, if there, was a, if there was 10 more seconds, that might have been the end of the fight. He cracked him with that uppercut. That was, it was like seriously like playing the UFC game, and you threw it a second faster. That's all it was. And like, because they both threw an uppercut. They both yeah, threw it at the same time. Ugh. I ain't gonna lie. I became, even though I was rooting and I had my money on Gaethje, I became a fan of, more of a fan of Ferguson. The beating this dude was taking was fucking crazy. He just kept coming forward. And I'll give props to Gaethje on not getting overexcited trying to finish the fight at any point. He okay, so calmly beat the shit out of him. Pe- pe- people, uh, people haven't seen Justin Gaethje fight. So the past couple, three fights or four fights, the, the knock on Justin Gaethje was. Everyone said, like, oh, this guy's like the home. Uh, I think the last fight, his name was James Vick. He told me he was like the Homer Simpson of the UFC because he didn't have a, every, every fight that he would go into, it would, it, there was no game plan. He would just swing for the fences. But, like, in, in the Eddie Alvarez fight, he he, uh, he lost Eddie Alvarez in that one. But he, he this dude has power. Everyone said that this guy has power. And he showed when, I think, when his coach, uh, Trevor Whitman, told him, hey, you take 10% off your punches. Yeah. He tried to kill him. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> he tried to kill him." <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, like you want to you want to be able to go five rounds." And I, that's why I was concerned. I think everyone's concerned on whether he can he can hold up in the, uh, five rounds for it. Early prediction. Let's say they give us Gaethje Khabib. Dude, I think I think Gaethje fucks him up. Gaethje fucks Gaethje, him up. Standing up, Gaethje fucking murks him. 
But on the ground, we didn't. I didn't get to see Gaethje on the ground, so I don't really know what he looks like. See, see, people don't know about Gaethje, but this dude's a fucking wrestler. This fucker was a wrestler. Yeah, but Khabib wrestled bears. You're not wrestling bears. You can't talk about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but if, I feel like Gaethje would have that. The game's like if if, if uh, Khabib wants to lock in because like, he he threw Conor McGregor with off with his game because he, he he wanted to throw with Conor for a bit and that threw Conor off for a bit. But Gaethje, you, you I feel think, like you can't you can't stand with him. I feel that. Do you think that Ferguson making weight at one fifty five, which you were so proud of a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> do you think it affected him long term in this overall? I mean, just the wear and tear on the body. Yeah, honestly, you could tell that like, he he was energized, bro. It, like I seen a fight before his fight, like this fight, you can tell something was off with him. Something was uh, about, like absolutely off. What about the way it ended? I mean, well, I tried a couple more times, and he kind of just shook his head, and then the the ref just stepped in. Okay, so that, you know what it reminded me of? So everyone who like played video games, but it reminded me of, like Fight Night when you know when it starts flashing and shit, and you just slowly yeah. walk. That's what it was. It, yeah, but he never went down. He never stopped defending himself, and it was it was an interim title fight. Even though my boy Justin Gaethje just threw the belt on the ground and said, "I'm waiting for the real one," which is one of the most gangster. If there was a crowd there, they would have went fucking nuts when he threw that shit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let, let, I want to hear that. I have a clip, and I'll pull it up right now. I'm your winner and new interim champion, Justin Gaethje. Do you not want that on you? Why'd you just, <laughs> why'd you just throw that off? Wait for the real one. Wait for the real one. Performance. Justin, you came in here tonight. This was a fight that, because Nurmagomedov couldn't make it to the April card, you were you were slated to fight then on short notice, but you had the opportunity to truly prepare for this fight. I don't want to go through the whole whole thing. I'm pretty sure everyone who watched it, they, they listened to the interview, but... Yeah. And How about Homeboy winning so many guys. fans? He won so many fans because, you know what, he won fans with watch... He's all, what did he say? He's like, oh, I know everything about the El Cucuy because I'm half Mexican. I'm like, oh, yeah. bro. He won more. He won more fans of that. Hang on, though. And then, okay, what's what's wait, I feel like way. everyone in this card, they benefited. Everyone's stock went up to the roof because I feel like everyone know who they are now because everyone, all the eyes are set on these fighters. Bro, that's what I wanted. I want to see the overall pay-per-view numbers. I want to see if they broke a record or if they got close. Or did everyone illegally stream it like you, Patrick? What are you putting me on blast? No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know you're <laughs> But the fact that you said blast means that you did. <laughs> uh, no comment. I'm just like, I'm just like, Khabib, no comment. <laughs> oh, I know he hit that no comment. Huh? Yeah. Gaethje won. That's, a, that's the money fight, man. Yeah, it is. You know who... Gaethje would be fun to see against any striker. Masvidal, Connor, any of those dudes would be Diaz, any of the Diaz brothers, like a striker, bro. With this dude, it's gonna be so much fun to watch. Dude, I, I would want to see him with. Him I want to see him with the uh, Masvidal for sure. That'd be so much fun, bro. Fight Island. I heard a rumor. McGregor Diaz trilogy. Fight Island, bro. They were talking that, shit to that, each other on IG. That would break numbers. That would break numbers. That yep. would fucking do crazy shit, especially during this time. You know what they need to do? They need to have a huge pay-per-view right before everything opens up. I feel like, like that, too. Like, 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 if shit's supposed to open up on Monday, you need to have that shit on Saturday and everyone just get together because we about to open this bitch up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should definitely do it. I mean, but I feel like they, they unloaded it with this card because I honestly I don't know what what price they can line up now to um, 
come up with something because there's so many fucking. I mean, obviously the Masvidal and Kamara Usman, or Masvidal and I don't know who they're trying to pair him up with. Just any, any of those names, Masvidal, Usman. If if McGregor's fighting, if Khabib's fighting, now if Gaethje's fighting, like if any of those, John. I mean, I don't, I don't think John Jones will fight, right? Uh, I don't know. I know. Uh, I think. Anyway, I think. I think he will fight. Any of those big names, bro. Any of the Diaz brothers. Give me one. Give me some of those motherfuckers fighting, bro. I'm all, I'm all in, bro. Because the UFC delivered like no other, dude. They, it, I don't think it could have gotten any better. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, we're just waiting and see if like people actually like. Because the downside is if, if people come out with this and they get COVID, then I feel like that would it was a wrong move. But right now, it's a fucking. It was a. It was a good move. It gave everyone fucking entertainment. That's how I feel about my grandma's parade. <laughs> like we all showed our love for her, but I just hope no. I hope to God no one gets sick. Because if somebody gets sick, goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, everyone's stock went up. All the winners who, I mean, obviously freaking Ngannou's stock went up. All the winners, practically all their stock. Twenty second, he just mauled that motherfucker, bro. Oh man. man! And me and my friend were saying like how crazy it is. Like, I hope Ngana wins because we need a champion who's just soft-spoken like that, but who knows you could fucking... He can murder anybody he puts in the cage. Like a, like a silent killer, bro? Like, that'd be dope. Who, who's in front of him before a title right now? I think it's him, right? It's, it's him. But the thing is, Cormier's going to retire soon, so I, I don't know who's going to fight him. And then Stephen Miocic... And, and they're she- waiting on... All right, interim... interim. Heavyweight title. Let's get this shit on the road. I, I feel like I, fight? Who, who does he go against? They they should have made that an interim title fight. Because honestly, I don't even know what they're going to do now. Because they're waiting for Cormier and Miocic to fight. Okay, but take those motherfuckers out. Who could he fight? Big enough name for an interim title. Uh, There's no one on the list. On That's what I'm saying. They should have made that. They, they kind of messed up right there, I felt like. Well, that list is short, man. I, 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 they did fuck up right there. Uh, so right now it shows Curtis Blades, but Curtis Blades lost his last fight. But I honestly, I don't. And I don't know who that is. So on top of everything, Curtis Blades lost. I mean, obviously, he beat uh, Rosenstrike. Alistair Overing doesn't deserve it. He lost to Rosenstrike. But honestly, he's DC. he's third right now. So like, there's he, that. Sh- they should have made that an interim fight. I don't know. I do not know why they not make that into an interim fight. They screwed that up because they can't even rematch that because he just mauled them, dude. So now he's just in a weird waiting period right now because they don't know when Stipe and uh, Daniel Cormier are going to fight, so... Thug life. He cuts a 205 and takes John Jones' belt. Bro, <laughs> that would be dope. That, Damn, bro, he, he weighs in at like 260. Yeah, he he's tr- he looks as fuckery as it is. And he's weighing in at 260, so <laughs> I'm sure he's cutting to get to 260. I think he'd probably walk around like 275 or some shit. That's a scary motherfucker, man. He'd be fucked. He's huge, bro. He's huge. Yeah, I mean, that was a good, good UFC card overall. Um, Justin Gaethje just basically gets more spotlight. Uh, yeah, you don't tell who. Honestly, his stock went through the roof, I feel like, so. By watching the, the pre-fights, I felt like this was the ultimate battle of the bros. Battle of the Bro, why do you see that? You didn't feel that? Did you did you watch the embedded episodes? Any of them? I watched up to so episode two or three. I didn't watch I didn't watch okay. anything after that. Well, I had the free time. I watched all five. <laughs> 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 but uh but uh it just like Gaethje's just a bro. He just seems like a bro. 
and so does so did Ferguson. They just seem like bros. Like they're like I don't know. They seem like normal guys that just happen to be really really good fighters. <laughs> Crazy fucking like dudes. Like they don't they don't have the flash of like a McGregor Mayweather. They don't have the humbleness of like what Khabib is. They're just like. They're just bro. Like I feel like I could have conversations with both of those dudes, and they'd be like, "Chill." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like the whole, the whole, the embedded thing. It was cool to see like what they were going through. Mm-hmm. It was funny to see one of the cooks. I believe it was one of the head chefs. Was like, "Yeah, normally we do one event a week or one event a month or something." He's like, "We're getting ready for two events in the next fourteen days, and then I think we're going to an island." I think we're going to an island. Like, it's so wild right now. Like, they're about to host fights on an island, and I cannot. I repeat, I hope the I hope the island is they take advantage of it being an island. I hope they're not trying to fight in a stadium on an island. No, 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 no. I want that bitch outside, bro. I want them like almost in sand. (laughs) No, dude. They do that, man. They they have to at least like when everything goes back to normal, it has to be like a regular thing to have it almost what, every like once a year. Yeah, fight island, bro, and the, like, the, like not even once a year. The big names. I'm talking about the huge super fights. Fight fucking island, bro. What? Okay, so like fucking, we go back to wrestling because I mean, obviously wrestling is a fucking you know we grew up, but. but it's fuck you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's it's one of those things. That it's a it's it's one like it's the Royal Rumble or it's like the WrestleMania. Is boom. It's one thing to look forward to every year. You know, it's gonna be a stacked like, card. Fourth of July card, New Year's Eve card, fight, motherfucking island, bro. That would be so dope, so dope. It, like that, it's just that should be a staple. We're pitching to you, Dana. Dana, can you hear us? Bruh, did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I feel like we covered everything on UFC. Yeah, but again, couldn't have been happier with that card. That was the best $65 that I spent. And if you divide that by me and Pat, we gave thirty two fifty to the UFC. I know you didn't buy it, Pat. I know you didn't buy it. <laughs> you fucking lie to me and tell me you buy it. No comment, no comment, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know after that high of yesterday with the UFC and then with the Jordan Jordan the last dance, bro. Oh, the last dance. And we got bro. deep on us, man. Fuck, they got deep on us. Where do we begin? Before, before, I I know where exactly where. Before this, did you know how his dad passed away? I did not know he got murdered, bro. Okay, I did know that. And I did hear the conspiracy theories about it. it was somehow involved with this gambling and all that stuff, but I didn't believe it at the time, you know? Yeah. But now, uh, now knowing, I mean, for your first impression, what, what do you think of it? That's pretty crazy. Well, cause we weren't, th- we weren't, I mean, we weren't in the thick of things like while everything happened. So we don't know like if it was actually like legit or not, but it seemed kind of fucked up how like people would uh, write stuff about that, especially after you pass. Yeah. Um, that's a sensitive issue, man. Yeah, it's just I want to I want to touch more on it more, but uh, what we got going on is like I'm showing Joel a clip and something that that I something that caught me out, Garbo. What about freaking back in the day, first round with a series of five? Oh yeah, that was the that was the norm up until like what the early 2000s, maybe late 90s. I yeah, I think it was early. 
Because that's crazy to me. It, it was just a, like a, a five-game series, well, and you, you had to win. You, you, did you know the Mavs were part of the series that messed it up? I, d- I didn't know that. Yeah, the Mavs. Okay, don't don't quote me, but it was either the Mavs were like the number one seed, and the and the Spurs were the number eight seed, or vice versa. But point is, the underdog uh, took out the main team um, in a in a five game series. And ever since that point, they realized that, like, damn, you, you can kind of get lucky for three games, you know? Yeah. But the best of seven, the best of seven, normally the best team wins. Normally, but that still best. freaking happens because then freaking, what, 2007, they got their ass beat by fucking the Warriors and got swept. Like. <laughs> and you know what they call that, Patrick? Karma. <laughs> oh, no, fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> uh, but now we're back to talking about uh, his dad's death, um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just, wow, bro. Like, so do, do you think that he retired uh, basically because it was accumulation of everything basically at the time? Or did yeah, you believe, did you believe in that, that speculation how they said that that uh, David Stern kicked him out basically for a minute? No, I don't think they kicked him out. Because, I don't know. I mean, I personally, I don't think they kicked him out. But the, what about the fact that Homie tried to go play professional baseball? That was nuts, man. Like, look at that. You know what? No one, you know what? No one brings up during this. Like when we bring up Jordan in baseball, is no one brings up the fact that there's uh, other uh, athletes who are football players who have successfully done both sports. Like uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, successfully did both sports. And you can't say that for Jordan because he did go play baseball, but it wasn't a successful career also in baseball. You know? Yeah. I Honestly, I feel like he did it for a distraction, honestly. They said a big part of it was it was his dad's favorite sport. And he always told his dad he would play baseball. And yeah. Maybe he was trying, he was trying to fulfill, you know, his promise. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I felt like he needed a distraction because I think the the game of uh, basketball is just too too close to him. Especially like how he said, he like, oh, I mean, no better way to go out on that. I mean, I believe him when he said that he was at peace when he said, like, hey, if this is my last game, he's seen my last game, cool. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That yeah. is true. They did dive deeper into him being an asshole. They did. I told you, bro, you have to be a certain level of asshole, bro. When you when you hold yourself to perfection, so that standard and someone around you isn't even close, the frustration has to be incredible, right? You would think. Yeah, well, because when Jordan retired that year, Pip, Pippen basically basically like took the reins, right? And they're saying like how he had a different uh, different way of uh, of uh, leading. Take, yeah, yeah, a different way of leading. But yeah. where, where would you fall on 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 those sides? Like, what would you prefer? Me personally, I, I like I like the Pippin method. I like you know we're gonna get this shit we're gonna get through this together. We're a team, you know we gotta hold each other up to the, the standards type thing. But Jordan went more as far as like he was the dictator. Like you're up to his standard or you ain't shit. Well, look at this. Look. He used the word he what used what the word he... ho a lot. Yeah, he, <laughs> a lot. Like, he, called, he called this dude ho a lot, bro. What did he say? Was respectful. That's, that's not a bitch. What do you say? Hey, Scott, bro, where yeah, you at that now, ho? Ho a lot, bro. Uh, like, yeah, honestly, I mean, I'm on both sides, honestly. But, I mean, if I were to pick one, I'd pick the Pippin way. 
What about, I didn't know this story. What about Pippen being like, you know what? I'm not going to play if you're not going to give me the ball in the last second. I'm not taking the fucking ball out. Ooh, what about that, bro? That was weird because he, I think think Pippen at the time, like, that, I don't know. I mean, as a fan, I'm pretty sure you didn't expect that from him. How well did they bury that story if me and you, who are deep basketball fans, have never heard that story? Never. Yeah. Like, look, this this is him trying to explain it and stuff. Yeah. He, he... I, okay, don't get me wrong. I get where Pippen was coming from. He's the man on the team. He should get the ball in the last second. He shouldn't be the guy inbounding the ball, at least. He should at least be out there as a decoy. At least. Yeah. If I get the disrespect, but there's no way you would sit down at that moment. There's no way you, you do that to your teammates. Well, I mean, like, what did they say that did uh, Bill Cartwright? Well, he basically, like, told, like, made a speech, and he said that he cried. Yeah. He's like, you quit on us. And mm-hmm. But, I mean, Pippen said, like, yeah, if, you, if, if we were to do it again, that. he would do it. Right. No, he said he would do the same thing again. Yeah. He so. He, he stood by what he believed in. I, I respect that to a certain extent. But me personally, I would have probably went out there with the, I would have went out there with a the fucking pissed off look on my face for sure. Cause I know I'm not getting the ball and don't get me wrong. I would have called for the ball. <laughs> Dude, for, I mean, but I mean, as a coaching said, but what if he wanted Pippen? Cause he knew like he could pass. He had like, he wanted a solid pass to, how much is how much is that? Because I mean, look at this play. This play's like it's a pretty diff. I don't know, like like the way that he steps it over all the way here. Yeah. So I just think it. it you got to remember, it all started with the Ku coach thing. They weren't for Ku coach to begin with, you know. Yeah. So that and then now Jordan's gone. So now Pippen thinks he's Jordan, or you know, the main guy on the team, and they're giving those opportunities to coach coach. He has to fill a little bit of a slight. When Coop Coach wasn't there winning those three rings in the beginning, you know. True, true. Okay, yeah, that's that's why I felt was. like it was disrespectful in a way. Yeah, Give, like he he and that, like not only is this man getting underpaid, you're not even giving him the opportunity to to, to prove himself <laughs> to shot or like at least try to like earn his money or like to show like he actually like deserves right. more of it. Exactly. Yeah, but the dude, I, I'm loving this fucking documentary, man. I, like the more I watch it. I'm like excited. I can't wait for them to come out with a new one. Like, dude, give me a Kobe one. Give me a Magic one. Give me, give me more. So you <laughs> so you you would you would want to see that? Like, it, it wouldn't water down like the process. Like, I'd be like, oh, like it's it's just like the Jordan oh. thing that they're trying to do. No, you got to give me. Like I said, the elite of the elite. There's about four or five dudes that I would probably watch this on, and that's about it. But give me get man. They, they, they just go so in depth with it. I love it, dude. Okay, did you hear the fact that Jordan announced that he was down to to participate and give away this footage the day LeBron had his parade for that Cleveland ring? That just shows, like Talk you said, it's competitive fucking nature, bro. Like, like, for real. Right when LeBron was finally getting the credit for being the GOAT, he just came back from 3-1 on the Warriors, which was, at the time, considered the best team because they had went 73-9 and that season. And LeBron damn near single-handedly came back, you know, with that shit and, and, and put the team on his back, and he won it. And the day they do the parade, Jordan's like, you know what? Time to let these young fucks know. It's Jordan's like, to let these Jordan's like hold, hold my cigar, bro. Hold my cigar real quick. Hold my cigar. We're going to do this documentary, 10-part series, let them know that I am the fucking GOAT. 
and, and that so must do. I was telling you, they must hurt them to fucking own the Hornets right now. A team that's not competing. Kills them. Kills them. Has to kill them, bro. Has to kill them. I mean, we, we hear those stories where, like, he, he uh, plays uh, some of the players one-on-one, like, when they're practicing, too. I don't know, bro. But you know what makes you sad? We only have one more Sunday of this. Yeah, the, I mean, the end's coming, man. End is coming. I'm going to need a bonus episode 11. It's like the outtakes <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> Something, dude. What about freaking homeboy BJ Armstrong? Freaking that. Look at his little yell when he. <laughs> what about Jordan just murking him the next few games? What yeah, about him yeah. saying that Jordan Jordan might make stuff up in his head just to just to drive him to kill you, dude? That's Honestly, incredible. and I feel like okay, I, I don't want to say like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm on Michael Jordan, but I would do stuff like that for myself in the gym sometimes just to motivate myself. Like, oh, hey, like these fuckers don't think I'm like worthy of shit. I, w- I would do some of that stuff, like, especially, like, in my mind, like, oh, fuck, I didn't run this, so I'm going to fucking make little goals in my I'm pretty sure, like, dude, that's the way you got to approach it sometimes to motivate yourself. I get that, but this dude was making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he would find anything, like, in making- newspapers and shit. Bro, he was making shit up, bro. He was. Did you see his reaction to where they showed Gary Payton speaking on, like, if he was guarding <laughs> earlier, he thought he was giving him a hard time? Jordan's like, oh, I did not. I, he's like, dude, I had stuff on my mind. Okay, it was Father's Day, and I'd lost my father. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, don't give a fuck about the glove. He even made fun of his nickname. Like that. that <laughs> I love how like the whole that whole clip. You can make a bunch of memes off of it. Oh, you can make God, so dude. many memes off of it. I've already seen a few of them. To be honest with you, I've already uh, seen a few. Yeah, hilarious, bro. Hilarious. Oh man, that's so much. That's so much shit to talk. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. So I was gonna bring up the Horace Grant thing, mm-hmm. bro. He talk about a guy who's played with talent. He played with Jordan the first time around. Went mm-hmm. to the Orlando Pippen. Magic. Played with, with Penny. Penny. Okay, Pip Pippen too. Um, second, he went to the Orlando Magic with Penny Hardaway and uh, Shaquille O'Neal when they were fresh. Crazy. And then yeah. he went to freaking the Lakers. Wait, yeah, he went towards the Lakers at the end. Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. So he played with freaking arguably like three dope freaking uh, guards. And Shaq. And, and Shaq. That, I mean, who you counting the three guards? I'm got, I got, we counting Pippen as a forward? Well, no, well, uh, uh, I mean, arguably freaking uh, Penny, Penny Hardaway. Or I mean, whatever you want to call him, Anthony, Anthony, whatever you want to Penny Hardaway, Pippen, Kobe. That, that's it, that's it, yeah. And then Shaq. Nice. Bro, do you ever talk and to him about this at the shop about that? Like, bro, you play with fucking talent. I, he played with talent. Some like, people ask him all the time. People ask him, before they ask him about his career, they'll ask him, what was it like playing with MJ? And, and according to the documentary and according to the conversations I've had with him, you can see he has his feelings that way. You look know? at his face. Look, look at my positive. Look at it. Look at his face. Do you see his face? Yeah, like, yeah, so, so, Come on. When I think about it now. When people ask him that question, it probably pisses him the fuck off. He's like, bro, I have four rings. I played X amount of seasons. I was an all-star. I had a good career. I don't give a fuck what it was like playing with Jordan, you know? I'm pretty sure it's like, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's on the same level, but it's like people probably ask you, like, hey, like – What's it like going in Skittle's shop or like, I don't know. Like, hey, Brett, I'm, yeah. me, I'm here. I'm here. I know it's Skittle's name, but hey, I'm here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And didn't they say that was the, his issue? Like, he was upset? 
at the fact that he wasn't, everyone else wasn't getting the credit that they were deserved. That's kind of the narrative they were trying to push. Yeah, well, because of the, like they were trying to slight horse, and like he was trying to be like he he wanted to become the NJ type of thing. Right. But then they but, specifically said he went on to Orlando, and it was a mistake for them to lose him because he became a star in Orlando, and they beat him in the playoffs, which is what did they say when he came out with forty five? When Jordan came out with forty five, they said forty five is not twenty three. Uh, and, and then the very next game, he comes out with a twenty three jersey. <laughs> you guys, that's that's when you knew you were fucked. That's like with your dad coming out the belt, like you were fucked. Like right. you done did it now. But that next year, Jordan said he came back with a vengeance. Yeah. What about them saying during the time of him back here, during the time of him feeling Space Jam, that he was having the best of the best and he was just having like no games and games and games, like getting better and better. Like they said some of those are some of the best games ever. I that was that's a that's a it's a tactic move. It's more like keeping your, your skills sharp, you know, it's keeping your knife sharp. And he he's spying on the he's spying on the opposing talent also. Yeah. Well, maybe. Do you think he started this whole, uh, hey, this whole buddy buddy thing? Hey, let's go train this summer, bro. Or like, maybe he started it. Well, see, they're not training; they're playing. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, I mean, training th- is you're working on your your particular moves and, and, and working on your moves together. Uh, playing pickup games is you're all just competitively playing against each other. It's it's a different flow. I want to say. True. True. But, I mean, what? Wouldn't you like during a pickle game? You you display some of your moves, and you get to like actually. For sure, but it's different than sitting there and doing the same move twenty times in a row, and you realize, oh, this is exactly the move he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this for is sure, man. If it's his foot, and you know, this is where he pump fakes, and it, he like these are the three like, moves he could work off. He could fade away, or he can, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Rather than in the flow of a game, you're running through your moves is different. Yeah. What about Homeboy and Steve Kerr? What about Steve Kerr being one of the nicest guys? Like, if if you didn't know that he got punched in the face by Jordan and you said one of his teammates would have got punched, Steve Kerr probably would have been the last dude on the list that you would have guessed that he was the one that got punched. Oh, for sure, and and I feel like that's why he uh, kind of apologizes because he what did he say he was the littlest guy on the court and like he ended up fucking punching him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I felt this big, I felt this big. I felt this big. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what about Steve Kerr saying like, he's like, man, I'm a competitor, like fuck it, like I'm I'm gonna go too, I'm gonna go, like I'm a competitor. Okay, speaking on that, what about the fact that that is what uh, not saved their relationship, but built their relationship. It, it, it helped mold their relationship and be, became them good teammates. Like, how do you feel as far as that's what it took? It took to stand up for himself, to take a punch to the face, swing back maybe. Uh, and that's what Jordan needed to, to give you that respect. I think it's because it, it's just because of Jordan's personality. He needed something. Like, I, I need to know that you have my back too. Like, I'm down to roll with you guys, but you got to show me a little something that you're tough as fuck too. Yeah, and if you've seen any of the Kobe stuff behind the scenes, bro, he was the same way with his teammates, dog. The reason people didn't like him was because he was so tough and he tried to push people and try to push their buttons and basically, like, try to get the evil out of them, you know, but use the evil for the positive, you know, like, for for positivity. Basically, just use it for, like, uh, fuel. Yeah, dude, like, and Kobe did that better than anybody. I mean, maybe Jordan. Him and those two are a whole other level. Whole nother level. 
For sure. I mean, look, this is a Sonics part where everyone's saying, like, I mean, Sonics were, I, I did not know they, they reached the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Gary with, uh, Gary Payne and Sean and Camp. They, Sean Camp. Really Sean Camp was, like, known as a dunker. Did you hear they mentioned on it? They just touched on it real quick where they said that the, the West was kind of a little more stacked and the West kind of beat each other up and then had to go up against Chicago. That That's a tough thing, like, to do, man. You're basically, like, it's a... Everyone's beating up each other, and you're like basically straggling to the last last dance, basically. But, but but isn't that weird? How that kind of the same the same idea we have now, where the West beats the hell out of each other, and then they play whoever makes it out of the East. Like I the see. East kind of always seems like an easier road, maybe. Is it because of the game style that's played now, though? Because the game style yeah, was different back then. Yeah, true, true. But then, I mean, they were pointing out more than more than once how how tough the Pistons were, how tough New York was. They were physically beating them up, and all this other stuff. Like, and in the West, they said that that was just kind of like it made it seem like that was just the norm. Every team was kind of just fucking you up. Yeah, well, I mean, as far as like today's game, you know, today's game it's not physical. I wouldn't say it's not physical yeah. at all, but it's definitely tailored to just run and gun. Right. The same thing with football. They, you know. Scoring, scoring uh, gets the eyes. People like to see the scores. Like what, dude? Like the overtime games back then? They said, "Oh, the Bulls and so and so won in overtime." The score was ninety-two to ninety-three. Like what? Yeah. Overtime yeah, yeah, now yeah. is like one twenty something to one twenty something. Or even final scores where you see like seventy-four, eighty-six. Like what? Yeah, like that's a halftime score. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you're right. You don't see that no more. I mean, the whole game. A big part of it is a three-point shot. So many people just throw them up now. Yeah. What about, okay, so we were talking about fuel for Jordan. What about that fuel they use for George Carl? I don't know the relationship between George Carl and is it because of North Carolina? That's what he said, and he said he walked by him, and because he didn't acknowledge him, Jordan, Jordan just murked him in the fight. <laughs> and this little shit, like, you know what I'm saying? He's creating fuel out of, I mean, the BJ Armstrong yeah. thing, the Orlando Magic, the fucking George Carl yeah. thing. What about the fact that Sports Illustrated dissed him, and he never spoke to him again? <laughs> oh, sports Illustrated's like no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll. I mean, there's no going back. So everything went on print. And think about it, Jordan did another three P. So he was again the biggest star for the next few years, and he refused to talk to Sports Illustrated during the time where magazines were still a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that, the, magazines were our, the social media for time. Exactly. So the fact that he was like, nah, they they dissed me. I'm not talking to them no more. Like that's gangster, bro. The fact yeah. that homie stands his ground in what he believes, I respect that like no other. No, and that goes back to um when we were talking about shooting your shot. Bro, he took he, Yeah. It was one of those things like that's how you shoot your shot right there. Like I wanna say like, oh, like he, he just tried it. No, like he he went full deep into baseball. He he changed his workout routines, he knew it was gonna change the way he was gonna play. Um, he, he even talked about how when he went back to basketball, like it reconstructed his whole body again because of how it's a different body, yeah. game. And that's how, that's how I feel like how everyone should fucking approach things right now. It's like, if you want to try something, just immerse yourself in it, fuck it and do it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the way to do it. It's, it's just, just go for it. I believe that that's, that's what it has to be. I mean, that's, that's what it has to be now. Yeah. And I think the one thing, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on. I mean, the one thing that got me that was pretty emotional was the fucking, when he was on the ground. Ah, Bro. Dad. What, 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 what would you call that? Is that heaving? Like, he was like, I don't know what that was. Like, he was crying like. That was, I don't, I think there might have been some, some form of realization. 
and he won another ring and his daddy is no longer there like like that that like to end the episode on that man like yeah i know these both these episodes ended very emotionally even the episode before this jordan was damn near crying yeah so i mean they really they really ended these episodes very emotionally like but yeah, that 96 one was his first one back. I mean, that was the first one he won without his dad. He happened to win it on Father's Day. That had to just been a clusterfuck of emotions. Like I said, they're doing a great job with that, like lining those, like the way they're doing is fucking brilliant, man. I'm like, it's, it's basically, this is, they're, they're what are both. They, what are they doing, Pat? What are they doing, Pat? What are they doing? They're, they're milking it. Fucking this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it because like it, it's it's a ninety eight, and they started right here, and now like the both of them are getting closer and closer. Yeah, and it's gonna come and connect, and you're gonna see the last shot, and the last shot was an offensive foul. Don't let anyone. Fool dude, they're me. definitely gonna touch on that. Like they're for, for sure dude, gonna touch on that. He shoved this dude by the hip, bro. Fucking Russell, man. I remember it was Russell and oh, poor Russell. He like uh, was it Craig Elo? Yeah, that was my first NBA Finals. I can I can vividly remember. Same here. I remember that. I mean, I want to say, like, I remember uh, being a huge Steve Kerr fan because I knew he just drained threes in that that series. Was that the same year that Kobe shot all those shots and airballed against the Jazz, or was that the year before that? It had to have been the year before that, huh? That Kobe uh, airballed those shots in the playoffs. I'm not too sure. I don't don't know. I think that was his rookie year, I want to say. Kobe's rookie year. So rookie year was 96, 97. So 97, 98 was the year that Jordan. Okay, never mind. I'm wrong. Wait, no, no. That, that must have been the same year. Be- oh, no. It was the year before because of the All-Star yeah, game. Yeah. The All-Star game. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. so the year before. The year after that. But the year after that is when Jordan beats them, the Jazz. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. That's all good. Very That's all good. good. But yeah, man, it's just <laughs> fuck, man. That was a that was a. If you want to talk about that, part the most emotional like part of the the series so far, or Sunday, just everything, the Father's Day thing. What are the odds that the Father's Day episode of the Last Dance lands on Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> that hit me tough. Like, That's wait. Weird. It's like a family. Like, hey, mom, do you want to watch the fucking Last Dance and hear dudes cussing and fucking? <laughs> Is this gonna hit Netflix after, or what's the deal? I'm pretty sure because it's it, uh, Netflix names tied to it, so. I'm definitely gonna binge watch this again on Netflix. So, oh, for I, sure. I, yeah, we're, we're probably gonna catch it. points again about it, like where you know, like when you watch a movie, you catch certain exactly. things at, di- at at a different time again. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what I think is gonna happen. So yeah, Pat, um, what are you doing during this time to cope with the fact that you know we can't really do much right now? What what are you what are you doing anything out of the ordinary besides working out and you know your normal work schedule? I'm really not doing anything out of the ordinary. Like I said, I'm love asthma, so it's one of the things I take it really seriously. I'm not going on hikes. Uh, I'm not doing what? anything physically. Like outside. What could make this time more comfortable, easier? What would you need right now? What would make it more, I guess, enjoyable? I mean, we're going to be home regardless. So what What? What could you have at home that could make this more well, enjoyable? Well, like I told you, I got my homebody from my mom, man. So, I mean, like, honestly, I'm cool right now. Like, honestly, like, I, I mean, 
I'm, I'm, I have asthma, so I'm, I'm cool. I don't have to like go outside. But I mean, as far as adding something to help you cope, uh, I mean, I'm starting this podcast. That, that was a pretty cool thing to, to do during this time. Um, definitely like starting. I like, I, like well, I was talking about getting the camera and stuff to like start filming. I'm definitely like trying to do that now. I'm, I'm gonna try to deep dive into that. But okay. as far as, I mean, everything's good. I mean, nothing really changed for me as far as like I wanted to go go out to like say if I wanted to go sell my birthday, I couldn't do that. I'm more things like you know some people's birthdays you can't celebrate normally. That's the things I miss. And also, I hate going to places without feeling paranoid. That's one. That's one of the things I wish I could have back. Yeah, the, the safe the sense of security is definitely missed. Yeah. What about you, man? I'm doing a lot of weird shit because, you know, I got a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going on, like, Apple Music. I'm listening to Feel Good Playlist. Trying to just get the positivity <laughs> in here, bro. I'm listening, to, I'm listening to music I normally wouldn't listen to. I'm doing stuff I normally wouldn't do. And I'm, you know, I'm just, just trying to make it as positive as an experience. And I feel like, I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret not taking as much. I'm not, I'm going to regret not taking as advantage of this situation as I should have. Like when I'm back to work and I'm four months in and I'm tired. Yeah, remember when I had two months and I had to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, dude, I, I know I'm going to, I know I've made a mistake of, of, uh, when it first happened, it was two weeks, you know, and then two more weeks and then Easter. And then it was like, okay, May, okay, May 15th. Like if they would have just said, Hey bro, it's probably going to be like June, dog. I think it would have been easier for me to accept and uh, adjust what I need to get done. Rather than I was just like, oh, in two weeks, I'm going to open. Oh, in two more weeks, I'm going to open. It's going to be fine. And, you know, rather than just dragging me along. They were, they were, they were milking me, Pat. They were, I, don't like, I don't like them milking me, Pat. Well, basically, I want to say they were milking, but it was more like you had a false sense of hope as well, too. You're like, okay, yeah. hopefully, hopefully I can open up this week. No? Okay, hopefully yeah. this week. Oh, well, hopefully next month. And so I think that, yeah. I think that's what you were, you were not, uh, you didn't accept it at that point. That's why, because you didn't really get a complete denial. If someone told you, hey, Joel, June, all right, all right, cool. So these two months I can do whatever the fuck I want to, like, try to be productive and, Right. Like try to enjoy it. Try to, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, bro. I'm like thinking about maybe a virtual reality game. I think I'm buying an iPad. I'm thinking, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, oh, don't deep, deep, deep diving off into the end here. I'm just deep in the Best Buy right now. That's, that's what I'm, right now. <laughs> I'm the same way too, man. Same way. You know, but I'm just, I'm just looking like just ways to make this feel just easier. You know, a pool table. I don't know. I'm not even good at pool. You know, I'm just, Maybe maybe I'll get obsessed with pool and I'll be able to play three hours a day and it'll it'll it, help my time go and I'll I'll progress in it. I don't know. It's one of those things, man. Like I said, it's just if you have an interest in something, you want to fucking do, just fucking do it. Yeah. What's the what's the worst what's the worst stuff I can do? Oh fuck! I mean, obviously the money thing. If I spend a thousand dollars on a pool table and I suck at pool and it sits in my garage. Like <laughs> okay, that's the worst thing that can happen, Pat. <laughs> but you gotta pick up a. I mean, honestly, dude, playing pool pool is pretty fun, man. I like playing pool. Is playing pool by yourself fun? It's not as fun, for sure. You have to remember. It, it, it depends on what you're at. If you're playing competitively, then you're like trying to work towards like, okay, I got to try to get better type of thing. But if you want to do it as a social thing, then it's like, okay, you obviously want to have another player to play with. Right. And it's also the yeah, thing, too. Remember I was, I was telling you about how you should start barbecuing it up, Joel? It, this it, is a time. Take a lot of trial runs. Trial runs. That'll take trial runs. <laughs> this is where you go deep dive into YouTube, look up some dudes that fucking know their shit, and you're right. 
You're right, Pat. What? Okay. We might do one of these what, later this week. Today's Monday. Yeah. Anyone knows. If we're, if we're feeling good about yeah. it, yeah. What should I do differently from now to Monday? Should I, should, I mean, from now to the next one, should I attempt a barbecue? Is that, is that, is that the challenge I should accept? Okay, so everyone who's been listening, if you're still listening or if you're just joining, Joel gave me a challenge to like, well, it wasn't a challenge, but he wanted me to throw a third strap. You didn't strap. come through. You did it. You, okay, you did come through, but then you didn't follow up on what what I was a follow-up one. Bro, we need it. We need it. We need a throwback or we needed a shirt list. We need it. We need it to, to amp up the thirst. I have it. I have one ready, but my hair is just so bad. Oh, I know. And that, that is honestly 100% my fault. <laughs> well, no, it's not your fault, but it's more of like I could, like, I can cut it myself, but it's like. You can still take your shirt off and have a hat on. No, Don't I'll, play like you can't. Like, I want to post one so bad. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking pretty Let juicy in it. I want you to thirst it so that I can hear how the reactions were. That's my challenge to you for next week. Or no, not for next week. For the next time we listen. Or next time we speak. Okay. We're not listening. We're not listening. <laughs> like, it's just my hair throws it off, though, man. Like, I, I Stop like... the excuses, Pat. This is the time. You were just fucking saying this is the time, Pat. Some girls dig the Beatles look. I, see, I, I honestly like the fucking. It brings me back to high school because I used to grow my hair out like this. That's why I kind of like. I know. But um, yeah, I feel like that's. I feel that'd be a cool challenge, man. I mean, I'll I'll do my thing, you know, post a shirt. list. also, 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 you gotta do the push-ups. I know. That's just fair. Can, can, can I send that to? Can I do a video or like I put on my story or something? They gotta be on the story at least, and you gotta put. Bro, did you hear how I lost? And just go. What what I owe you? Is it sixty or the eighty? I think I think it was forty or sixty. I think it's sixty. Sixty, because I know you can do it. I think it's sixty. Sixty. I need sixty. But your challenge is bullshit. True, true. I'll do it on the perfect push-ups too. Nice. Yes. But your challenge, your challenge is a barbecue. Okay, I'll make terrible food for me and my wife one night just to just to keep this challenges going. I like this challenge thing. Yeah, because honestly, it's man, out of I, my comfort zone. Yeah, man, that's what it is. It's like just get better. Like remember saying that like no one became an overnight success. So right, so you know that this barbecue gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, but, I mean, you said Vanessa cooks food, right? I know how to do it, Pat. I just don't think it's gonna be as good as I see. No, you know what it is. You know what it is? I've been spoiled to be around amazing barbecuers. My whole life, I've been around amazing barbecuers. So, like, I'm going to make some punk-ass chicken. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, like, basically, you have a standard already? Like, it has to taste like this up here? Standard, bro. It's got to be up I here. Jordan standard of barbecue. <laughs> and we're not going to come with none of that baby bag bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things about the barbecue where, like, the, the fucking, you throw the plate and the plate's upside down. <laughs> right, exactly. No one wants to see how much you threw away because your shit was disgusting. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a challenge, I guess, you know. I got to post another. It. I will post. It'll either be my house burning down <laughs> or it'll be a plate of some whack food. But I'll, po- I'll post something on my story. I'll post something. Okay, all right, cool. So, uh, what? When should I? When should I post? Should you picking a day that I should post it? Yeah, or? Well, if today's Monday, knowing you, you're not going to post this till tomorrow. The 
knowing our listeners, they're not going to listen till Wednesday. Or Thursday, too. <laughs> so, so I expect the thirst trap to be up before Thursday. So that way, when they're hearing it and they see the thirst trap, they're like, oh, okay. And then maybe some special female who's trying to dig some information and be like, oh, Pat wants the thirst. So he, you know, he might quench that shit, Pat. We don't know. We don't know, Pat. I'm like, I'm like Gatorade, the, the, the thirst quencher. Thirst quenching. It's like Gatorade all day, right? <laughs> Stay hydrated. Uh, and then I'll, I'll post either, like I said, either my house burned to fucking smithereens or a whack plate of barbecue food. Cool? Yeah, that sounds good, man. And if we don't come through, what? Damn. Oh, well, if we don't come through next time, do we record? First five minutes, can't even talk. We get our own personal rant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and if you can't hold up the five minutes, Pat, you don't deserve this. Okay. 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 That that sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds fair. Yeah. You gotta be on on podcast timeout. You don't come through with the challenge. <laughs> I'm talking all this shit, and I'm gonna be the one talking. Not talking. About <laughs> We're all waiting for Joel's post on barbecue, and it's like Sunday night already. Uh... I'm just supposed to a Domino's pizza. I do what I could. <laughs> or you grab a fucking a barbecue picture on Google. <laughs> He's Damn, tag. Joel. He's, he's, he's tagging everything. <laughs> like, Joel knows what's up. What the fuck is he talking about? Hey, I'm going to bring your hot dogs and burgers and fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> Put some smuckers on there. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I'm going to have re- Vanessa's reaction to her eating it with just a nasty face. But, oh. <laughs> That's how you know. You can tell, like, if she really loves you or not, man. Right. <laughs> If she's willing to get food poisoning for me. No. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Anything else you trying to hit, Pat? Or what, are you, what are you thinking? I know we were trying to condense it a little. You know, oh, yeah. Um, we well, at? can I just tell you about how the, the buying the weights thing right now? Like, I, I was trying oh to buy God, weights. how you're struggling? So I'm trying to buy weights. And let me, I want to show you freaking. Basically, I tried to buy weights. And as a what, parent, are you, what are you trying? Are you buying a plate? You looking for dumbbells? What are you looking, I'm t- I'm, are you looking for? I'm telling. You, I'm trying to buy a whole setup. I'm trying to buy a squat rack, barbell, plates. So two months in, you figured out that it would be a good idea to maybe look into this shit. That you're sandbag. No, I've been. Might not be the end. I've been trying at the end of March, and shit sold out at the end of March. And you're still having no luck, huh? No, I'm having no luck right now. So, um, I went on Rogue. Basically, a pair of dumbbells of 80 and 90 pounds. What, what would you guess for that? It's a dollar a pound. Okay, so what? It's... 80 and 90. We're talking about 170 plus tax, player. Plus shipping. You're talking about like $200. Man, no, you got it fucking all wrong, then, man. $250? You got it all wrong. Time out. Time out. Okay, rubber weights, Olympic weights. What are we talking the rubber about? weights. Rubber, rubber. Oh, rubber is more. Rubber costs more money. Okay. No, we're we're looking at like three hundred dollars right now. Three three twenty. Three three oh five. Okay, let me put you let me let me show you. So this let is Let me see the, it. Let's talk shit about whatever website. This is rogue. <laughs> well known freaking website, mind you. <laughs> so twenty three. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm not done yet. And they're out of stock already. No. <laughs> you took too long, Pat. You I took way too long. Okay, so basically I had it in my cart. The thing that held me off from buying it was the shipping no, and handling. No, shipping oh, and handling. How much was shipping oh, and handling, I think? Well, dude, you need your, your fucking FedEx worker to be lifting weights. Like, dude. How, how much How much do you think shipping and handling was? 50 $250. 
that's why I was like, okay, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to wait till I buy more stuff. So that's why I held off. Holy shit, that's a lot for shipping, bro. That's the equipment. So the order was $600. That's why I was like, I better off buying everything at once if it's going to be that, that much, man. Sucks. Yep, that's why I didn't, I didn't buy better, it. You got to buy one of those, uh, Omar was telling me about them. The ones where you can adjust. It's one yeah. set of dumbbells. It's uh, the Bowflex, the Bowflex dumbbells. Yeah, but they have, they have different, not, not just the Bowflex, they have different kinds of them. But something yeah. similar to that. Just yeah. because it's cheaper, bro. You spend like three hundred dollars on that, but then you come with like ten through fifty. And I know you want nineties. I'm sorry, Pat. You want ninety. <laughs> well, the thing that's Look cool. What I can do. Look you know, the, the thing is cool. My my, my uh, I, I bought a uh, uh, it's called a heavy duty flat bench from this uh, website, and so I'm able to like do dumbbells, like be do like like bench press and shit now. So that's why I was looking forward to doing it. But then once I found out the shipping and handling was stupid. I just That's end up. So sad. Yeah, man. So you, I mean, I'm were... I'm still trying to buy a barbell and plates, though. So I mean, I'm waiting for that. But I'm taking time off from Monday, so I got to do every Monday. I'm taking time off just to try to buy freaking weights, and it's like buying J's out here. I'm hoping to fucking get lucky. Yep. You are gonna have to get a bot. <laughs> a fucking weights bot, like. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck, dude. That's the times we're in right now, bro. Yeah, so that's me trying to cope with shit. I'm trying to buy shit, and it's a struggle out here trying to buy freaking fitness stuff. But I got stuff that I can make it work with, so that's, that's why I'm not tripping on the gym. Honestly, like I said, if I leave, like the you know Jordan, you know, you know, if I I have peace of if I have peace of mind, I can leave the gym and I'll be fine with it, man. Well, I'm glad because I'm struggling in life right now. <laughs> well, like, hey, you at least you got that perception where like, hey, like I'm about to fucking cut hair soon, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm days away from from. Don't get me wrong, I'm gonna take all the procedures. I'm gonna have a mask on. I'm trying to make sure my, the person coming in has a mask and do everything the proper way. But I, it, I'm basically gonna look at it as practice. You know, it's gonna be practice for the procedures I'm gonna have to take into the shop. You know, yeah. you don't want to go into the shop all cold, not knowing how how it's gonna fail and what it's gonna be like. I want to go into it knowing, you know, a, a semi idea of what I'm looking, what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, and then. I think, like you said, this, this weekend where everyone just got over the corona bullshit and just and I'm, I'm I'm there, bro. I like I said, I was I was I was all for the quarantine. Now I'm not. Like I said, I'm not coughing my face, but I'm, I'm closer. <laughs> I'm definitely closer to that on the spectrum. I'm definitely closer to that. <laughs> I'm ready to get this shit rolling, bro. I'm ready to fucking start cutting hair. I'm ready to go to the gym. I mean, well, to, I you're know, ready bro. to go to the gym. You're down to go to the gym. I I think so. I would. I, if they told me I had to wear gloves and I had to bring my own fucking hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes, I would do it, bro. At this point, yeah, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's Monday, May 11th, and it's about to be May 15th. That that, that uh, the California whatever. What was that? That yep. It was an imaginary date. I had it. We had. It, they were saying, but I think now May 15th they might open up another part of phase two, maybe. But it's not going to be us. We're phase three up until further notice, as far as I know. Yeah, I, like you said, I think you had a good uh, barometer of uh, June first being the. Uh, that's my guess date of now, June first. Yeah. Same here. I feel like should we should we make any should we make it interesting? You know, if it goes under over June first. <laughs> See, I'm all about the gambling player. I'm all about let's make it interesting, man. You, you weren't kidding about that. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. Over June first. Ah, see, you, you're solid over. Like, you're, okay, if it goes over, you win. If it lands on you first, I win. Okay. Okay. What What are we doing? What? 
<laughs> if I win, if I if it lands on June first, you on the podcast after June first have to take three shots on the podcast. What? What? And you can't serve alcohol, Pat, because I swear to God, if I find out it's alcohol, I will fight you. <laughs> well, I can't serve alcohol. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't serve water. Are you trying to be slick? I was going to say, I'm like, what? You're going to say it's tequila. It's going to be water. I don't <laughs> want none of that shit. That shit has to be liquor. I got to see you out the bottle. Bro, why do I feel like they're going to, like, uh, they're hearing this and they're going to open, like, on the under. They're going to open, like, May something. I hope. Bro, that would benefit me. <laughs> okay. That's a good bet, then. That's a good bet. And if you win, what you want? I guess it's the same, the same, the same bet. Then we we can just do it both ways. Well, it's a win-win for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you heard that first. It's May 11th. We got a bet going on. But uh, yeah. can I ask you, Joel, uh, bruh, Did you hear? Bruh, did you hear? <laughs>